0: It's time to peel back the false beliefs and remember who you are, light and love. For additional resources or to contact me directly, please visit my website, heatherhakes.com. Again, that's heatherhakes.com. Without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to episode number 357. Today, you will learn how to obtain freedom from self-doubt and reset your mind. Welcome to today's interview. I brought on Simone Canega. Simone, welcome.
1: Thank you. I'm excited to be here.
0: Please give listeners a little background. Where do you live and what do you do?
1: So I live in Sarasota, Florida, and I am an author and I'm a speaker, and I'm a mom of six children and a wife of 28 years.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So busy life for sure. And we've been talking a, a bit about several different things, but I would love for you to, before we Deep dive. Give a little background. Um, you know your story and how you got to where you are today.
1: So I have done many things in my life trying to figure out who I who I am, not who I was expected to be. I think for years that's how I lived my life, is how I thought people expected me to live it. And um, but here I am today as the person that I know I was meant to be, which is me. And that's the whole thing that I love to talk about is that. We are we are who we're meant to be, and we don't we don't need to change who we are. We need to change the way we see ourselves.
0: Meaning, perspective is everything.
1: Yeah, perspective is absolutely everything. Perspective is reality.
0: And why do you think? Because it's it's funny you bring that up. I was at um, some. Mini TEDx talks this weekend here in Denver, and one woman got on stage and she did what she thought she was supposed to do, and she chased the degrees and became a lawyer, was super successful, and ultimately extremely unfulfilled. And so she shared this great speech, and how she went away to this weekend retreat. Um, they couldn't have cell phones and laptops, and she lost her identity, and that was her wake up call. That. Oh my gosh, I don't even know who I am. I've been chasing this thing that I don't even want. And she completely changed her life around and ended up creating a business around something she's passionate about and loves. So why do we chase this thing we don't even want?
1: Cuz I think it's what everybody else does. I think we we try to it's what do they say keeping up with the Joneses. So we're already trying we're always trying to look at what other people are doing and compare ourselves to that. Even when I was a kid, I remember when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do going into college, there was a, you had to, I forget what number of hours, but by this number of hours, you had to declare your major. And at 18 years old, it's really hard to say what you want to do for the rest of your entire life. And so then we have this input, my parents saying, well, these are the three choices you have. Really? Okay. I kind of want to be an actor. They're like, yeah, that's not part of the realm of the choices we're giving you. And so it was these expectations and I had amazing parents. It's not that, but that's how they grew up. They grew up being told like, you you can do these these few things. This is what is expected of you. And so I think that, and for them, they just kind of went through their lives, whether they liked it or not, that's what they did. Um, I didn't wanna continue that cycle. And I definitely don't talk to my kids that way. I, I want them to understand that it's okay to change your mind and, you need to be passionate about what you're doing.
0: So what you touched on is this whole conditioning and expectations, but I love how you said you broke the cycle, but how easy it is for us to just keep repeating history because that's what we know. And, and a lot of people don't like to get out of the comfort zone, don't like to think different or bigger. What do you think changed for you that no, I want to break the cycle and I want to teach my kids, go be and do whatever you want.
1: I was really, I was unhappy. I was unhappy with myself, and I couldn't figure out why I was unhappy. So I'm married to a great guy, and it had nothing to do with him. He's like, you need to figure out what you, what you need. What do you want? And, you know, it. What there was a moment in time where I was just uncomfortable about everything about my weight, about feeling like I wasn't making any kind of difference in the world, and that was that moment where I was sitting at this. Women's Empowerment Luncheon, listening to these amazing motivational speakers, but my mindset was, it was not there. It was feeling bad about myself, feeling bad for myself, and comparing comparing myself to the women on stage.
0: Pardon the interruption. If this content is resonating with you, I want to offer you some additional resources. Check out my website, heatherhakes.com, and take the free life assessment. This is a great tool to take inventory in life where you're feeling in alignment and abundant, and where you're simply feeling stuck, stressed out, or as someone recently emailed me, completely ruining their life. I've also created a self-study course all about mindset and manifesting. Again, check out my website, heatherhakes.com, and click on course. Finally, if you are ready to deep dive and really transform your life, I offer one-on-one coaching. I will teach you what has taken me years and tens of thousands of dollars to learn in which you can start implementing right now. To learn more and schedule your free strategy call, visit heatherhakes.com forward slash coaching. Now back to regular programming.
1: And that was kind of the moment where I said to myself, you know, at first it was like the pity party of, oh, you'll. You'll never be that woman on that stage. And then that was when the right mindset came over and said, "That's you're not supposed to be. You're supposed to be you. And you're supposed to figure out you know, what do you want, not what does anybody else want for you? What would make you happy? And because to me, my perspective on success, success is happiness. It took me a long time to get to that point to really take a look and say, this is – this is where I'm happy. And this is where I'm happy. I mean, I'm telling stories, raising my kids, all of these things make me very happy. And I'm not worried about what anybody else is thinking about me because I know that I am doing good things.
0: Was it your inner voice an intuitive mm. nudge? Your how did you shift that inner self-talk?
1: Yeah, I mean, very deliberately. It was it was initially the inner voice and then it was you know these are the things that i have to do to kind of change the way i talk to myself change the way i talk about myself i didn't realize how negatively i was talking about myself it was just we kind of go through our days right point a to point b and it wasn't a, it was a moment where my i was talking about not fitting into my pants or something and And my daughter – and I wasn't even saying it to my daughter. I was saying it to myself. And my daughter said, you have to stop being so hard on yourself. You have to stop talking about yourself the way you do because you're giving me a complex. I didn't realize that that's what I was doing. And that was the moment where I said, okay – take a step back from this like why are you being so negative about yourself and that's really when i started changing the way i talk to myself and every day there's something that i like about myself and everyone that's listening there's something that you like about yourself and that's kind of how you start
0: and this isn't about arrogance and like pumping yourself pumping your ego i think it's more about those self love positive affirmations i am well this is something i do so i want i'm curious what you do but I've written it on my mirror in my bedroom and it's just to remember I am love. I am capable. I am worthy. I am guided. I am enough, you know, and this took me back to, I remember, I don't know if you've seen it, but it was this cute little blonde girl with crazy curls on YouTube and she's screaming in front of the mirror. I love my hair and I love my brother. And she just goes on this total tangent and like pumping yourself up, but that's the importance of our self-talk, right?
1: Yeah, it's nothing to do with arrogance. It's it's the understanding that every person has as much value as every other person. And so I think when we look at ourselves and say we are as valuable as that person next door or as that person on stage, it's not a, it's never about that I am better than anyone. It's that I am more than enough.
0: Well, and I think that's social media is great, right? Instagram and the filters and not measuring up and I'm not pretty enough and I'm not enough, but I love what you said is that we are all equal, but somehow in society and conditioning, we've put people on these pedestals and Hollywood and, and the rich people. And we have all these separations and divisions of people, but what if we were living from the mentality that we're all one, we're all brothers and sisters and to love thy neighbor as yourself. What if,
1: yeah, exactly. What if? And it's what what should be. And I actually think when you if you were to ask some of these celebrities what they struggled with, they struggle with the same thing mm-hmm. that I struggle with. And and maybe sometimes even more so because they're constantly in the spotlight. So I think when we try to compare ourselves to someone else, it doesn't do anybody any good. It really, it's not a helpful thing. It's really, the only person I compare myself to these days is myself. How did I do today? How did I do yesterday? And, and that's it.
0: Well, and you shared with me that you become extremely self-aware. And so I think that's really important is that self-awareness piece. But you mentioned that you can catch yourself in the moment. Whoa, how am I doing? How was, what was I saying? And I think that's important, but can you um, explain that, expand on that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I had, I, I used to I w- I wasn't able to catch myself before before I started really being deliberate about the way I talked about myself or to myself or to other people the way I've really tried to lead with kindness and compassion but I'm human right so there's always moments where you know my you know best intentions fall apart and really there was a moment where I was with my daughter in the Starbucks drive-through and I was waiting in just such a way that if cars needed to move around me, they could. And of course someone cuts right in front of me and goes into the drive-through in front of me. And I lost all the patience that I had. I have six children, so I have a lot of patience. (laughs) did not in that moment. And you know, I'm ranting and my daughter, my 13 year old daughter's with me and she's like, mom, uh, I think you might need to reread your book. You need you need to think more about the patience and understanding that you talk about all of the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And of course, we get up to the window to pay and the woman who had cut us off paid for our drinks. And so then my daughter asked if we could pay for the people behind us. And then the, the, the whole storyline was going, how, how long do you think this is gonna last? Like, do you think like the entire day the people are gonna pay for the person behind them? But it's really about, So that moment kind of taught me I have to catch myself in the moment. So ever since that moment, I am very aware of the words that come out of my mouth. What's funny is that my husband too is now aware of the words that come out of his mouth. Like He's very sensitive in how he talks to people. And he jokes about that. He's like, I pulled a Simone today. I was like, you pulled a what? (laughs) He's like, yeah, I pulled a Simone today. I had to get on this customer service call, and you know how much I love those. He never does them, I always do them. And he's like, I was, I was kind and I was, I started asking about their day and understanding that there's a human on the other end of the line. And I, I think it's great if each of us would look at what we're doing, what we're saying, and kind of understand that, hey, our words matter, our words impact other people. Let's have a matter in a way where they positively impact other people. I think that would help a lot. <laughs>
0: Well, and what I love there that came to mind is this whole ripple effect. So when you're practicing what you preach, it's going to affect those around you and it ripples into and then your husband's paying attention and he's taking care of the next person. And so I just think it's so important to lead by example.
1: Is that Absol- something? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's not just saying words to someone else. It's how, we, you know, it's how we interact and it's how our kids see us. It's how our friends see us. It's how the world sees us. And, you know, I'll have people say, well, sometimes I'm, because I always, I'm a big believer in talking to everybody. Like you can learn something from everyone you meet. And I think it's so important because you might be that person's only point of contact for their entire day. So Mm -hmm. how you talk to them really, really matters and can make a big difference in someone else's life. My kid's laugh at me because they're like, oh, who's she going to talk to? (laughs) Every time they're like, oh, who's she going to talk to? But I see it in them now too. I see how they interact with other people, understanding that you can learn something from everyone you meet.
0: For sure. And something I shared with you before we off air – I I go to the gym each morning and I was sitting in the sauna and people come in with just this woman, especially, she just always has this scowl on her face and like she hates life. And I was sitting there in kind of this meditative state, listening to music, just, just creating that inner peace. And that would have been a perfect opportunity for me to simply open the door and to say hello or good morning and just something to spark in them you know, you're not alone. And I, I feel like, especially this last year, there's been so much isolation and loneliness. And um, I guess what I'm I'm getting from you, something you shared is stop waiting for people to come say hello and talk to me. Why don't I be the example?
1: Yeah. And it's it's really about being true to yourself, being authentic. So mm-hmm. for me, it's what I like to do. So whether I'm obviously – Things have been very difficult over the last year and a half, but let's talk even pre-COVID when I would get on an elevator and I would start a conversation with people. Most people, elevators are the weirdest place, right? You're like staring straight ahead. You're waiting for the numbers to pass as quick as possible. Like, why do we do that? (laughs) But really, you know, taking the time to say, good morning. Simple as that. If they don't respond, that's okay because you are doing – you're being you. You're you're moving forward in your life like you want to. And if they don't want to respond, that's okay. I've had people say that to me. Well, what if they don't talk back? I'm like, that's okay. You still were you. And that's, that's how it should go. And probably 90% of the time, they are going to say something back.
0: And question for you, I I want you to share, you mentioned with me that each morning, and I think that's why, and something I've talked about, daily disciplines, I believe are very important. It's about being intentional with your day. It's being proactive, not reactive, but you shared with me that you start each day with positive affirmations. What kind of things do you say and why do you do that?
1: So if you would have said to me 10 years ago that this is how I was going to start my day, I would have been like, no, no. (laughs) But I think it's so important. I've realized really how it changes my mindset by starting with something positive. So whether I say to myself, you are more than enough, um, whether I say something really that I'm excited about for my day, uh, whether one of my kids is coming home, something like that I think really sets me up for... Um, Positivity. The other thing I do is I also, I find something that I like about myself every day. And I've had people say to me, well, what if there's nothing? And I said, there is something. Maybe it's your nail polish color. Maybe it's your new glasses. Maybe it's your new hairstyle. It doesn't matter. There is something, the shirt that you're wearing that you like every day that you can speak to that and say, hey, this looks great this morning, or I feel really good about this. And it really. It really has made such a huge difference, not only in how I feel about myself, but how I interact with other people because I bring that positivity forward. And my friends joke and say, oh, they call me positive Patty. I was like, thank you. I'll take it.
0: (laughs) For sure. Yeah. It's better than a negative Nancy.
1: No. And they say it in a way that they're like, you know, can you get on the phone with me? I need some positive Patty. I need need to like change my… I need to change my my mindset. So I need your help with it. So
0: it's so definitely the, a positive. <laughs> on the positive affirmations and kind of your routine, do you have any kind of gratitude practice?
1: Yeah, I that's all part of it is, I mean, part of all of it is the gratitude piece of mm-hmm. I don't do like the, oh, I'm, you know, thank you for waking up. I do the, you know, thank you for. You know, I look at the sunset at night and think, wow, how lucky am I that I get to see this sunset? I get to hang out with my kids watching a movie. How lucky am I that I'm sitting right here spending time with them watching this movie? So every day there's definitely something that I'm thankful for. I don't practice that as much as I do. I think about it, but I don't say it out loud like I do my positive affirmations in the morning.
0: I have to share with you this time of year, it's cooler in the morning since, and in the evening. So I sleep with my window at least cracked or open. And so the last, I don't know, a couple of weeks, I wake up in the morning and the bo- birds are chirping and I'm like, oh, they're singing me a song. Oh, good morning. Good morning to you. And that that's how I start my day, right? I'm grateful for these birds chirping along, doing their thing.
1: I love that. I love that. Again, anything that we can do to start our day in a way where we feel good mm-hmm. because that's what we're going to lead. That's what we're going to lead with. That's what we're going to bring out into the world. If yeah. we instantly start with negativity, how's your first interaction going to go with the, the person that you meet at the store or at your office? It's not going to be good. It's it's really thinking about, okay, how do I how do I feel good about something when I start my mornings? There is lots to feel good about.
0: It's literally so important that first thing you do because it snowballs the entire day. So if you turn over and you hit the alarm when you're in this cranky mood, I mean, that's how your day will go. That's how mine used to go.
1: Yeah, I agree 100%. And I, I really feel for me, it is just so – it's so important. And for my kids, it makes me a better person. It makes me a better mother when I start
0: my day with positivity. Mm-hmm. I love that. Something I want to ask you, since we've touched on a few things today, that perspective creates our reality and the importance of self-talk and the other things you shared, what is one key takeaway you want listeners to get?
1: I might give two actually the you you are more than enough. I know a lot of times we talk about I am enough. It's we we are more than enough. Like we have everything inside of us. We are unique. We are unordinary. We have extraordinary pieces. We just have we just have to realize it. And the other one goes back to that. We don't need to change who we are. We need to change the way we see ourselves. And really, they they really line up because we are more than enough. And so we need to see that. We need to look at ourselves and say, we are more than enough.
0: On that note, I have a question that came to mind when you said that. Because we are so conditioned and used to seeking externally for validation and for answers. And you mentioned that we are more than enough and everything we need is within. Do you have some sort of practice in which you connect to that internal guidance and yeah, I don't know how else to say it. Do you do something to connect with that and to find that inner peace to exude from the inside out?
1: Well, I think it really goes back to what I do in the mornings, and it's the piece about what I like about myself every day. So, not necessarily just the positive affirmation piece, but when I look at myself and say, "This is this is something." There's always more than one thing, but I I tell people like you have to you have at least one thing for sure. Um, but I think that kind of gives me that. Where I feel confident, as I and again, it's not because I feel better than anybody else. It's that I, I feel confident moving forward through my day because I know I have as much value as the person I'm standing next to, and that to me is so important.
0: So ultimately, releasing the self doubt, knowing, yeah, I mean, okay, there's always going to
1: be the voice inside your head. I mean, there's no like, there isn't like, I don't. I think that we constantly, ev- everything is an evolution, right? Everything is is to me is that we're constantly working through life, right? We So it's not like all of a sudden this self-doubt that I had for 40 something years is now, is has just disappeared and vanished. Um, there's still a voice that wants to say, well, should you? And then that's when I say, yeah, I should be doing this. This is what I love. This is what I'm meant to be doing. This is I'm going to this event because I want to be out there with these people. All, all of these different things where I used to not be able to overcome that voice, it would have been just like it would shut me down. And now it's kind of like it makes me stronger.
0: That makes me think. So something I mention often is building that mindset muscle. And you, this is, for me, it's this daily, repetitive, ongoing thing because you will still have those voices creep in.
1: Yeah, I mean it is. It's a. That's why I said you you work through your life on this, and but what you realize is that you don't have to go through life filled with self doubt because you have incredible value. And just looking at that and being able to move forward on a daily basis. And yes, there's always going to be work. It's true of everything in life, um, but it's so important. And I don't go through a day anymore where I feel like I don't want to go to this because I feel bad about myself. I I feel good about myself. And that's, to me, it's so important.
0: Exuding self-love. Amazing. Okay. I have a couple rapid-fire questions I'd like to ask you to wrap up the interview. Great. First one, what is a quote or motto that you live by?
1: Ooh. I'm like so focused on my – the thing that I keep saying that I'm like, um, it's the – be the change you wish to see in the world.
0: Wait, was that Maya Angelou?
1: Gandhi? No, that, the, it was. they say it's Gandhi, but actually if you search it, it, they say that he didn't actually say it. So I always say a wise, a wise person once said. So I don't know exactly who said it, but they do sometimes quote him as saying it. But when you research it, it says that, no, he never said that.
0: Just be the change. Lead by chance. example. Yeah. yeah. Love that. What is a book you're currently reading or highly recommend?
1: So, I read a book called Cutting for Stone. I have two children from Ethiopia and this is about a physician from Ethiopia and I loved I loved the the book and so many pieces about learning about life and other people's lives.
0: What what was the takeaway in that book? Being curious? Ha-
1: well, I think the t- the takeaway is how precious life is, how important each of us are.
0: Okay. Final question: What advice would you give your younger self?
1: Mm. Don't be so hard on yourself. Understand that all of these things that I saw as complete obstacles were just bumps in the road and all part of our journey. And when you when you look back through life, you see that all of these difficult times brought me to where exactly I'm supposed to be.
0: 100%. What a great note to end on. Simone, thank you so much for joining me.
1: Thank you. I really enjoyed it.
0: Thanks for tuning into today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with your friends. I'd love to connect with you on the social platforms. You can add me on Instagram at heather.hakes or subscribe to my YouTube channel, Heather Hakes.